This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And this is, again, your daily financial news. This is a new show we do seven days a week. Uh, You can count on it at 7.30 every day except Thursday. I share that time with you just in case you want to watch it live with me. Uh, On Thursdays, we do it at 7 a.m. That's because we also have an expert series that runs Sunday through Friday. And then Saturday, we do our live Q&A. So we are bringing you lots of original content each and every day of the week. Uh, hope you, hopefully you appreciate that. If you want to be a part of the first 20,000 One Rental at a Time subscribers, hit subscribe. Your time is running out. We are slowly marching towards that, uh, that number. And I thank each and every one of my daily viewers. I thank each and every one of the new subscribers. And if you're just watching for the first time, hope you enjoy it. Have a wonderful day. So when I think about the daily financial news, there's a couple of things that jumped out at me today. First, we'll talk about the week ahead. Uh, I like to kind of look at next week, you know, either Saturday or Sunday, depending on what's going on. So uh, we will do that today. Next week is, generally speaking, light on earnings. uh, But there are a couple that caught my attention. Uh, Next week, for the first time, I think in a month, the most important weekly number will come out on Thursday. We will talk about that in a minute. So on Monday, uh, we have Stitch Fix uh, as an earnings announcement. This is one that's going to be interesting to watch. As I recall, uh, they had a pretty rough last quarter. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if the reopening trade, if consumers are coming back. If you were with me last week or in the week before, we talked about a lot of retailers beating expectations, both top line, meaning revenue, and bottom line, meaning income or net income. Uh, So it will be interesting to see if Stitch Fix is seeing goodness or maybe they are seeing their business model is kind of out of favor. So it will be interesting to watch. In addition to that, we have on Monday Consumer Credit. Uh, We have seen consumer credit, generally speaking, actually lower uh, the last year or so. So it will be interesting to see where that goes. Um, You know, are we are we going back to our homes and treating them like ATMs? Are we paying off credit card debt? Right. What is the consumer doing? The consumer, they are the ones I'm I follow. That's that they they're the most important aspect of everything I look at is what's the consumer doing? Where do they fall on the greed and fear risk reward spectrum? Because it's ever changing. And uh, I've been saying for a while, I think we're in the light. So we are seeing retailers win. So we'll see what happens with credit. It could could jump. uh, So we shall see. Tuesday didn't really note any earnings that were of interest. We do have international trade. I think international trade is going to be one of those metrics we kind of watch you know, for the next year or so, 
because I think what we're going to see is a very unbalanced world economy. Uh, we are going to have different parts of this really ecosystem come out of this crisis at different times. So I think international trade will be something to watch. Uh, Wednesday, well, we got one of those meme stocks reporting GameStop. It'll be interesting to see what their executives are doing. Um, I suspect at some point what we are going to see is GameStop is going to kind of drastically change their business model. I'm not sure what that will be, uh, but they've been able to raise some very cheap capital by issuing shares. So it will be interesting to see when they start deploying that capital. Uh, we also have Restoration Hardware, RH, coming out. Again, it will be interesting to see really a high-end, right, fixtures and all that. Are they still kind of winning the day, right? Are folks still remodeling uh, and living in versus maybe remodel to sell? So R&H will be interesting. Thursday, we got Dave & Buster's. Dave & Buster's, that uh, video game arcade and food and kind of that. Uh, are they starting to see increased... Um, patrons. It will be very interesting to see. So, uh, you know, what, what it, Dave and Buster's last quarter is probably uninteresting. I want to hear what they're saying about the future, right? Are they expect, like, do they have a lot of birthday parties registered for the summer, right? I, I want to see, I want to see what the consumer is doing. And, and if they're really, frankly, not scared and they're okay being out in the world, Dave and Buster's will eventually win. So is it this quarter? Is it next quarter? I'm going to pay attention and find out. On Thursday, we obviously have the initial claims. Again, last week we broke 400,000. That is awesome. Uh, do we continue that trend? Does it continue to go lower? Uh, just as a reminder, baseline was about 225 to 240 pre-crisis. So it's not like we have to go to zero. Uh, but if we sort of break 300 new claims, that will be kind of, hey, we're you know, we're back at it, at least from that aspect. But the big number of the week, the big number is coming out on Thursday. And that is going to be CPI, Consumer Price Index. Uh, just for reference, last month it was hot, but it was a single data point and no trend could be called yet. Well, we get May, May's number on Thursday and we will have a formation of a trend. Will it be flat? Will it be down? Will it be up? Economists are actually calling for 4.7. So it would be one of these. It would be up. Uh, of course, the Fed is going to continue to say transitory, supply shocks, labor, all of those things. I still haven't figured out what transitory is. I wish somebody would ask Jerome Powell, what is the definition? Is it 90 days? Is it five months? Is it five years? I mean... What the hell is the definition of transitory? Uh, most folks, at least that I am reading, uh, expect it to be hot all year. And I'm not sure that eight months is transitory. Anybody know? I mean, I've been reading economics news for 30 years, and uh, I don't know what that means. So I guess we have to figure it out. And then on Friday, just for, for giggles, we will have consumer sent sentiment. Uh, any single number in consumer sentiment is uninteresting, but when you look at the trend, is are they getting, right? Are they where are they on the risk reward, greed, fear, right? Where are they, right? I'm gonna guess that um, consumer sentiment is up. I'm thinking more and more people are 
just excited to get outside, excited to go to restaurants, excited to take vacations. But we shall see. That number will come out on Friday. Uh, a couple other things caught my attention. I don't know if you saw this, but it came across my feed that El Salvador uh, looks to be instituting a law to make Bitcoin legal tender in the country. Um, I have never been to El Salvador. I've been to lots of countries through my career. Uh, I do not believe I've been to El Salvador. Apparently, 70% of the country's residents uh, don't have bank accounts. It's a cash economy. Uh, it looks like 20% of their GDP is actually from migrants sending money home. So again, I have no history with El Salvador. Read one, maybe two articles about it this morning. But it's, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Is it the, is it the tip of the spear and others follow? Uh, does it really gain ground? Because if you only have 70% of the, or 70% of the folks don't have bank accounts, I wonder what the internet's like in El Salvador. I mean, I have no idea. Uh, but I guess, but I'm thinking if you have, if Bitcoin's your currency, you better have pretty good internet, right? Wouldn't you think? I don't know. Never been there, but that's what I'm thinking. Uh, good old, uh, good old Gavin Pretty Boy Newsom is lying again. Uh, I actually brought it up 30 or 45 days ago. Like, oh my goodness, good old Gavin's going to have California open up on June 15th, short nine days away. Well, turns out he loves the emergency powers he is given by claiming in a state of emergency. He, he is a dictator, an emperor, whatever you want to call that king. Uh, he is like, nope, I am not giving up my emergency powers for anything. I'm going to keep the emergency uh, in place. Uh, Jesus, God, this guy has to go away. It has to go away. And oh, by the way, he is the number one real estate agent in Nevada and Texas. Uh, I've had people in Texas and Nevada send me that meme a hundred times. Yes, I understand. Gavin Newsom is raising your home prices and having a lot of the uh, well-to-do in California leave this place because of his uh, grip on power. So, God, pretty boy. Uh, found out that uh, there's a lot of Wall Street money coming after distressed assets. A lot of that was piled up in the last year, but nothing or very little has shown up. It turns out banks were... Um, more willing to work with the owner of the building and delay, fix, payments, avoidable foreclosures we've talked about. So the distressed mortgages never showed up. So what does all this Wall Street money do? Well, they go shopping in the bond market. Looks like a lot of Wall Street now is looking to buy commercial real estate bonds. Bonds where they're packaged up with lots of different assets. Think CDOs from the single family space back in the day that blew up. They are trying to buy these because they are imagining if you have onesie twosie assets not performing, then they can go after um, and buy those at distressed prices. So again, when in doubt, they can't get physical assets. They are now going down the stack of debt. Uh, so it will be interesting. I uh, found an interesting stat about the real estate market. It appears that 25% of the transactions completed last month were all cash. That is historically high, like way historically high. Month before was also a record, uh, and that is 15%. So we, we have jumped. 
the data wasn't really broken down. I'm wondering, the high end, frankly, has always been a cash business. If you don't know, it's they, they usually don't have mortgages. Uh, but I'm wondering if the low end is starting to transact. I wonder if we're starting to see the low end transact. But I don't know, 25% of deals closed were all cash. That seems pretty high. It also could mean that people, again, are selling in California to the earlier comment, moving to Texas and paying cash. I imagine that's happening quite a bit as well. So uh, that's what I got for you today. The last thing to talk about is if you think the roaring 20s are coming, right? You think we have a good four or five years ahead of us. I'm curious what you do, right? Do you invest, gamble, or stack cash? I saw a Instagram post from a gentleman named Max Maxwell. Uh, I, I generally like what Max has to say. But he talked about the roaring 20s, and I didn't really think he gave actionable insight. Again, it was a short clip, so maybe it was a clip to another clip, and you know, I don't know. But it did, le- it did leave me thinking, do you invest? And if you invest, you know, my suggestion is focus on one area, right? You can't be an investor and be deep in all different stocks and sectors. You can't be deep in real estate. You sort of got to pick your lane right? Especially if you have a full-time job. If you're going to gamble, do me a favor, only gamble with money you're, you're willing to lose, you're willing to go to zero, right? If you have a job and you got a stimulus check and you want to gamble the stimulus check, go nuts. Uh, but generally, don't get caught up in the hype. Don't, don't, take, don't use your emergency fund and heaven forbid, don't add debt to gamble. And then lastly, are you going to stack cash, right? Are you going to reduce spending? Are you going to keep savings? If you're doing that, what for, right? Are you, re- are you rebuilding an emergency fund? I mean, wh- what are you doing? Because uh, again, uh, cash is uh, not a great return today, maybe in the future, if we do have an adjustment. But yeah, I was just curious what you are thinking about. Invest, gamble, stack cash. All right. Well, you have a wonderful Sunday. Uh, We will be speaking with Laura Morby here in about 16 minutes for our weekly session. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful day. Remember, today is a great day to make some money, and let's be better than yesterday. Bye-bye.